I mean, come on. When have you ever heard a real-ass person call themselves real? Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm London Elaine, and you're listening to Real People Never Call Themselves Real. Welcome back. It's another great Monday. I'm very excited. I feel great today. Um, just a lot of great things are happening for me, so I hope the same has been reciprocated to all of my beautiful listeners. You guys definitely hold me down. Tune in every time. Let me know when I'm fucked up, and let me know when, you know, I'm on, I'm preaching, I'm preaching, and I appreciate that type of love. Um, lately... I have been getting a lot of inspiration and motivation from Beyonce, which is a lot different from my normal flow. I am not a beehive bitch, and I will say that, and I will go toe-to-toe with anybody else who want to go toe-to-toe. But usually, you know, back back in the day, it, it was like Carrie Hilson or Beyonce for a second. You had to choose one, and I was a Carrie Hilson bitch. So, yeah. <laughs> But um, lately, Beyonce has, like, really been in my everyday, like, vibe and all of that type of stuff because of Homecoming, um, which she released on Netflix. So if you haven't gotten a chance to check that out, which if you haven't, you're ugly. Um, And that's just what it is. (laughs) But she really did a good job with, like, showing the process and showing, you know, how hard it is to achieve these things that we want. Because we're living in these times where everything is just so fucking instant and we want everything like right then and there and that's just not how shit goes anymore or it I mean it never was I don't know who really gave us this ideology that like you know things you don't have to work for shit anymore um but Beyonce like rehearsed for like eight months she you know she had her kids during this during this time um she was breastfeeding she was trying to lose her baby weight it was just a lot going on for or leading up to this like two hour Coachella performance and she really shut shit down when she laid it out on the table and let us know like you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do you can't cheat the game and that's what I got from it like her rehearsing and all of that type of stuff she was she actually said something in the um documentary that was talking about how um people don't like to rehearse because it humbles you and you have to like come back down from your high horse and really like learn this shit get it wrong fail so you can get it right and um that was probably one of the coolest things that I heard her say and she also said something else that was a real bad still that um she was she was like in a meeting or something like that and they were talking about her notes and she was like I just don't see the point of me making any more notes if or any new notes if my old ones haven't been addressed and that's exactly how I feel about a lot of shit like (laughs) People just don't take into consideration what you said the first time and, you know, repeating yourself and all that type of stuff. That's for the fucking birds. That's one thing that I don't do. I don't repeat myself. And so her saying that was just like a reality check for a lot of us and for black women alike. Okay, we she stood up for us. She stood up for HBCUs, which I have proudly attended for my master's and my uh, my bachelor's. And 
you know, the amen like a HBCU life, amen like a HBCU girl, okay? Because we keep it real. But um, it was cool to hear her say that, you know, she always wanted to attend one. And, you know, how she um, was inspired by it and all that type of stuff. But that love, that hype, that, like, dedication, all of that, that family, uh, everything that you probably felt, every emotion that she tried to, you know, convey, is definitely true um, when it comes to an HBCU. I have a family for life. And I can literally just say, oh, I went to Fort Valley. Either it's HBCU love or it's Fort Valley love, like, in a bottle, jarred up in a bottle for me to have for the rest of my life. And it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. The support is tremendous. And I have friends that I have for the rest of my life that have seen me struggle, have seen me just at my worst, even when I thought I was at my best. And to see us now, like, really just coming out on top of every situation that we thought was going to defeat us is is a testament to how strong our friendship really is. And I think that that's why um, I do have a strong friendship with my homegirls. Like, my, they're my sisters, for real. Like, they've seen me down and out. They've seen me bad idea, good idea, success, failure. They've seen me, you know, go through it with men. They've seen me, you know, go through it with school, everything. When I, They've loved me when I doubted myself and I didn't love myself enough, too. And they've shown, they've shed, you know, shed light into my life and, and poured into me constantly. So I appreciate my booze that I have met at Fort Valley, you know, outside of my, um, you know, elite friend group, there are some other people that at Fort Valley that I do still keep in touch with um, all the time. And I do try to meet up with all the time because I really think that those relationships are so special. So thanks, Beyonce, for putting it back at the top of people's minds that HBCUs are the shit, that black women are the shit, and nothing really good happens without a black woman now. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna come back to this a little bit later because really my thing for today is like how you cannot cheat the game. So on top of that, like some other cool shit happened this week. I had a really, really, really good week. Um, I, and I also want to talk to you guys about something really quick. Which I'm gonna dip into that right now because it's on it's on my mind. It's hot and ready. Um, I was spending some time with someone um, who who I met like just randomly met or whatever. Um, he it was from out of town, and so he li- he doesn't live in Atlanta or whatever. But when I met him, he was in Atlanta, and so he flew back to Atlanta to see me. So you know, you know, flew it out and shit. So I was I was lit, um, and it was really cool. <laughs> the gesture was really cool because, and I I was telling my mom the other day. She was saying something about um about how I shouldn't have been. Um, so excited about that gesture because that's what I'm worth. And which I totally agree, baby boo, okay? <laughs> I got a lot to offer. I'm worth that and more. But I was letting her know because it's, it's you, you know, it's her. She's older, of course. Then it's me and then my little sister who is um, 18, about to be 18. So we're really at different levels of our relationship lives and different levels of noticing our worth and appreciating our worth and stuff like that. So I had to break it down for her that like, it's not that I'm excited that he flew out and that gesture was just, oh my God, drop my draws. Hell no. Nah. It was more of 
that had that level of a gesture hadn't been done for me before. So now that it had been done, he'd have fucked up. Now that's like the type of stuff that I expect, you know, because I am worth that much. And it takes little things that happen in your life for you to realize how much um, you deserve. And y'all know I'm all about deserving. We wake up deserving, okay? And joy and success is our birthright. And I truly feel entitled to that. And so um, long story short, he flew out and we had a great time in Atlanta and I showed him around, you know, we went to the club, we popped some bottles and shit like that. But I could not help but feel his energy was off. And I kid you not, you guys, like it was just not right. And it's been a long time. And I'm a great judge of character. Usually when somebody comes around me, I can tell if they're a good person or not. Um, just they don't even have to do much, you know, and then usually they show their face card quick. But he was around me and I literally felt like drained after, you know, we, we would leave from each other. And or I literally felt like I had to kind of like look at him a little bit you know like like watch him a little bit like I did not feel right about him so I don't know what he did in his past life or what he did before me or whatever and he was a little bit oh he's a little bit older than me so I don't know if it was that tied into it um because you know I ain't no Ron Isley dating type of chick okay <laughs> I ain't, I ain't doing it, but he was like, he was just, he's just a couple years older than me. So let me stop being dramatic. Um, <laughs> but I really just did not like his energy. It didn't sit well with me. It didn't mesh well with my energy. And he probably thought I was a little out there or something like that. Um, just by the way that I handled certain things, handled myself or whatever, and I can tell that he hadn't dealt with a woman like me. And I mean, this is not even like a nigga that <laughs> a nigga that like I really was dating or anything like that. But we, I guess it was just like an interest and he kind of flew back out just to see like what's up. But we found out quick, fast and hurry that that one it, that one for us. Um, when he left, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I was so ready for him to go. Like, I was done. I was done entertaining him. I was, I was like, starting it. We were eating dinner. I was quiet. I was like, let's go to the movies. Y'all know I hate the fucking movies. Y'all know I hate sitting in the movie theater. Like, and, th and I was like, okay, that's something that we can do where I don't have to talk. And you know, we can still like do an activity or whatever. So we, I, we went to the movies and ate and all of that type of stuff throughout the week or throughout the weekend. And I just could not pull myself together to like really have a conversation with him. His mind was so fucking closed and the energy, like I said, was just off. So I'm saying all of that to say to listen to your gut, because I'm pretty sure that if I were to keep dealing with him, something would be revealed that would like literally light my fucking box up like uh, it would burn it. OK, so. I think that like something was off about him and, and thank God, you know, if he was a serial killer, thank God that he didn't try to kill me that weekend. Oh my gosh. Cause we were spending like serious time together. Um, I mean, he's, you know, keep it safe. Let me, let me put a precaution out there. You know, he had his own hotel room and all of that type of stuff, but we were still spending time, a lot of time together cause he flew out for me. So, <clears throat> but 
like I said, at the end of the day, I had to really listen to my gut. His energy was off. Um, I ended up, you know, dropping him back off at the airport. And once I was done with that, I was like, oh, hell no. He got deleted and he got blocked. <laughs> so um, if he's trying to contact me, he can reach out to me at realtheshow at gmail.com. And <laughs> because a player gonna play, okay? Um, moving on. I found this letter from when I was 14 years old, 2006. <laughs> and if I must say so myself, I've been a real bitch forever. Okay, forever. This letter is hilarious. And I'm not going to like really read it um, because there was a lot of like just personal stuff in there as far as cheering myself on, motivating myself where and where I was at that point in my life. And um, I, it's just crazy. It's like it's, it's dated and everything. And I think that that's so cool that I even did that because who, who would have known? And when I read it, I cried because I was so wise at 14. And, you know, now at 27, I'm more than double that. Or I'm not more than double that. I'm sorry. What kind of ghetto ass school system math was I just doing um I'm almost at that um doubled and I just <laughs> I literally just can't deal with it or whatever and so here we go I'm gonna read a little a little portion of it the real bitch part I was like getting myself tips um and and what did I say I said <laughs> I pray to God that you are where you need to be in your life. But if you aren't, take these tips that I have for you to get you to that special point. How special is that? Oh my gosh. Like I was a special ass bitch. Okay, I still am. Um, so I'm gonna go through these really quick. They're like 10 tips. And if you need them now, they are here for you, baby. One, um, don't fool yourself. You can cheat others, but you can't cheat yourself. Two, be Britney and for Britney and not anyone else. Three, it's okay to cry even if it's for no reason at all. <sighs> Let them emotions fly. This is me. This is present day Britney, present day London Elaine. Let them emotions fly. Okay, I don't have a problem crying at all. I don't give a fuck. Um, number four, always remember where you came from because you can easily wind up there again one day. Five, show some authority and tell yourself, um, I, this sentence is a little off baby girl but <laughs> basically show some authority and show these niggas who's boss show these people who's boss um number six forgive yourself and learn to forgive others number seven remind yourself of your surroundings just in case you get lost in your ego number eight don't let these halfway fine broke always thinking they hard but if they got in a fight they would Punk out boys get you down. They can't provide for you like you can provide for you. I was 14. Okay. 14. Ooh. Ooh. Number nine. You can <laughs> you can do bad by your own self. Make the right associates and not everyone is your friend. And last but not least, number 10. Be humble and be Britney no matter what. And I closed it out and I was like, well, until we meet again, you and your inner teenager, I love you and I always will. And this is just so crazy that I even thought like this at 14. And I gave myself so much game that 
I'm really ahead of all y'all niggas. <laughs> but for real, I grew up. I grew up. I grew up a fucking screw up, you know. But I grew up for real, like really young, and I was forced to mature um, a lot fast. And um, a lot of that wisdom comes from that. I was there. There was really no other kids in my family other than my, you know, my siblings and stuff like that. And they, you know, everybody's kind of like doing their own thing in actuality. So like family get-togethers and all of that type of stuff. There were no bunches of kids running around and all of that type of stuff. And a lot of the adults, uh, you know, they they were making mistakes uh, and that affected me. And which is fine present day because you do have to think about those type of things and, and forgive for real, forgive your childhood self and forgive those people who were present during your childhood. Um, we're here for one time and one time only. And your parents and everybody else are people at the end of the day and mistakes happen and they don't know how to um, bounce back every time. So it does, you know, things happen that do affect you and you have to come to terms with that. Um, that's why, you know, I, I suggest therapy every chance I get because what I'm doing in therapy is the active work of meeting myself back in the middle. Everything that I said in that letter um, that I didn't read was me trying to align myself with my future self and and understanding that like, girl, you were amazing times 10, like, and you still are. And sometimes I can forget that because of the pain, because of the hurt, because of the, you know, the unforgiveness and all of that type of stuff. So going to therapy has helped me with a lot of that stuff. And I say it all the time that I don't want to enter into any type of real relationship hurt because that's none of his business. And, and I don't want to bring a child into this, into this lifetime hurt. Because they're already at a disadvantage and the love and, and the, the softness and all of that type of stuff that I already have, um, you know, my, my kids are going to be ahead of the game because <laughs> they mama is ahead of the fucking game. All right. And I just got I got to take a moment to give myself a pat on the back. But I really will encourage you guys to do the hard work. To, to, to look at your ugly self, to look at the ugly truth and get back in line with the happiness and the joy that you had when you were younger, um, when you didn't know, when you had a lust for life, lust for learning, lust to like just love everybody. A lot of that um, gets lost along the way. So, hey, it is what it is. By the way, therapy is going great. My homegirl is lit, okay? And I should not call her my homegirl because of, you know, HIPAA and not really HIPAA, but you know, guidelines and, and lines and boundaries and all that type of stuff. But she is lit. <laughs> she is helping me through so much. And I don't really have a tidbit for you guys um, this week because we've been working on a lot of personal stuff. But I will say that um, taking a journey back into your ugly truth is only going to like reveal the beautiful stuff that you can't even see right now because you're so blinded so blurred from the ugly stuff in the past so um just take a moment even if that means without a therapist if you're not fortunate enough to to be able to visit one um there are other resources that I've shared in prior shows um you can go back and listen to those or you can email me at realtheshow at gmail.com and I can send out those resources to you but there are free resources out there and of course I'm always here to talk I, clearly 
I'm on a podcast talking talking to a mic, so I could use someone to to talk to for real. If you guys really do need help, I would love to you know reach out and touch and and be there for you guys. So, um, quickly, I wanted to um, get back on topic with um, how you can't cheat the game. <laughs> a lot of us do that. A lot of us just really like don't want to put in the work, don't want to see this, um, you know, from birth, from conception to the end and all of that type of stuff. And we want the, the, the benefits right now up front. What can I get right now? And that's because of the age that we live in, because of what we see on Instagram. And, and I don't care if you are not on Instagram. It literally is because of all of that. And um, just I really wanted to touch on that and express the importance of longevity and express the importance of learning your craft and not cheating your craft and learning yourself while you're doing your craft and not cheating yourself out that way. A lot of us get in these industries where there's so much for us to do. Um, me with production, like there's a million fucking jobs in production. I could say, oh yeah, I'm a producer, but what exact producer type of producer am I? And so a lot of times we um, get in these industries with a lot of uh, a, a lot of like doors that can be opened and we try to try everything. We want to do everything. We want to be a jack of all trades, master of none. And a lot of times that sets us back um, because we cannot master what we're good at. And the best thing to do is to take the time to think about for real what you're good at and 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 focus on that and master that and think about um think about what exactly you know you can do to monetize that because your gifts are not you know they're not going to go in vain and and I think that a lot of people just don't um really they I'm sorry I'm like looking at something I'm trying to find something for you guys um that I actually saw today and hopefully I can, I liked it. So let me go back. Let me go back. Um, but a lot of the times we just don't appreciate ourselves in that light and um, really understanding the things that we like. We don't know ourselves well enough. And so give me a second <laughs> because I'm talking and trying to find this stuff. Just give me a second. Um Damn. I wish I had somebody like in the studio right here with me because this is crazy. Damn. I can't even find it for y'all. Not I let you know, I ain't even gonna keep I ain't even gonna hold y'all. <laughs> Aha! I found it. <laughs> just in time okay so I liked this thing the other day and I didn't realize that Issa Rae said this who knows if she really fucking said it but if not it is still motivation but um a good friend of mine who's a designer he put it up um and in the quote or the passage or whatever says my life changed when I focused on what I was good at and what I liked most about myself and that's what I'm sorry I fucked it up my life changed when I focused on what I was good at and what I liked most about myself and what made me stand out Issa Rae um and I think that that's the guideline of really what I'm trying to say is is 
your life can change when you're your most true self. That is when you're your most free. And and trying to be someone else, trying to um, live up to these expectations and all of that type of stuff is nothing but cheating the game. You're not being yourself. You're going to get disappointed because you're living up to expectations that you were never supposed to live up to or try to meet these expectations that you were never supposed to, you know, meet or anything like that. And, and, and that type of stuff can set you back on your path. And I'm, I mean, it's not a race. As we all know, it is a marathon. Nipsey. Hustle. The great. Um, and we just really have to sit back and, and, and every now and then you have to check in with yourself. And that does not, that doesn't mean just, hey girl, hey, hey, hey dude, how you doing? You know, cause I, cause I got some niggas, got some niggas on here, some for niggas. Um, but that doesn't mean just sitting there and having a conversation with yourself. That means sitting there getting a notebook, getting a pencil, a pen, and really analyzing what you have going on in your life, what your schedule is like right now, what things that you're doing right now, day to day, that are not bringing you joy, are not, you know, like, what can you weed out in order to get back to yourself? You got to align yourself every now and then, just like a chiropractor um, or an athlete. When when you're working out so much daily, you have to align yourself at the chiropractor and get back set in motion so you can be ready for the next move, ready for the next attack. And it's the same thing, just sitting there, and writing out um, everything that goes on in your life at that current moment, even down to like bills and things like that. Like sometimes you have to weed out that type of stuff because it's causing you financial strain and um, essentially causing you a little bit of stress. And I've had to done that. I have had to do that in the past. When I first started living by myself, I was, you know, overspending and undermaking. <laughs> And a lot of um, times I just had to sit down and write out exactly what was going on to figure out, girl, why are you feeling like this? Why are you, you know, what's going on that you can fix that you, you know, what type of people are in your life? Write that down too. like really go through the aspects. And I think I'm going to come up with like some type of template that'll be lit, some type of template, um, kind of off the basis of the things that I do when I sit down and I analyze um, what's going on in my life and stuff like that and really just take the time you you literally cross it out figure out and come up with a plan figure it out how to get it out of your life and sometimes it does work sometimes it does reset my reset myself um it does work when I try to reset myself and sometimes it doesn't sometimes it's like some unbeknownst stress upon my shoulders that I, that, okay, that means that I have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what it is. But, um, that in relation to, to cheating the code, um, or I'm sorry, cheating the game is, is directly related because you cannot do what you got to do unless you're your best self, unless you're your, your free self. And, figuring out what it is as it relates to prof your profession, your craft, what are you talented with? You know, what are what have you been gifted with? Um what type of things have you made money with in the past? And uh Steven Spielberg actually said something like if you've ever done something and you've gotten a check for it and you've paid a light bill or paid a bill with it and it didn't bounce, 
the check did not bounce, then he considers you talented. And if you've made money off of anything in your life, think about those things, revisit those things. How can you revamp those things to to supplement and be um, be profitable in this current time in 2019? So I'm giving y'all a lot of fucking gems right now. I hope y'all are taking notes. <laughs> but a lot of, you know, our everyday life is going through the motions and we forget, we forget all the time exactly who we are how we want to be how we want to feel and a lot of my life is maintaining the joy that I have I love to there's certain things that I do to reset myself I love having people around me I love having people in my home that I love I love feeding the people that I love that's really one of the things that like makes me happy um and I and I mean I could make money off of food I'm a great cook but that's one of the things that I do personally like come on over let me let me cook dinner or whatever let me you know let's go out to eat let's do this let's do that like just different stuff for keeping people around me um What's another thing that I actually love to do? I love to shop, and I know that that's photo because I don't mean to be spending money like that. But um, I do really do love to shop, and I love to take my time shopping. Like, and I love to buy useful things. And I'm actually in my new. Um, I moved, you know. I told you guys about that whole ordeal, but I've been trying to be a minimalist and stuff like that. So it is a really a big challenge to not shop, but. I have found a new like level of joy, a level of love and and with finding myself and finding out about the things that I needed to do in order to make myself healthy and loving and all of that stuff and it correlates and it spills into the people that I love. So I have tried to do the work, I'm starting to do the work and it's starting to show and I really want you guys to do the same thing. So with that being said, um, reach out to me at realtheshow at gmail.com. This has been a French House and January 1 Creators production. I love you guys. Keep it real. Keep it real. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>